league's trying to protect the good young players, and that's just a dirty play. We won the game. I'm not going to comment on retribution or anything like that. Banks one behind Matheson. Berchie's onto the puck. Sven Berchie in front. Horvath scores! Gibson's without a stick. A shot to score! It's Dallas is within one! And here's Sagan looking for more to his left. The shot scores! Just the way Ben does it. That's the way you do it, kids. He is tripped by Monahan, and here comes Johnny Gaudreau. He's got a break. Scores! Johnny Gaudreau, overtime winner. So the truth is, we can't change the past. What's done is done. Putting ourselves on trial, acting as our own judge, jury, and executioner, it's not the answer. Because a lot of the time, all that judging does is just ensure that we're going to repeat the cycle. I'm not here to sit in judgment. Kicking the hell out of yourself doesn't give meaning to anything. All right, Against the Boards, episode three, welcoming once again myself, Nathan, and um, Amanda. Hello. And uh, Hockey Andy. Uh-huh. And we welcome back Chelsea for episode three. Hello. So, yes, my name is Nathan. I am a Calgary Flames fan. Sean Monaghan mispracticed today and may not play on Wednesday after getting hit in the foot with the puck. We're screwed. The season is over, and whoever shot that puck that hit Monaghan should be suspended. Okay. Overreaction city here on Against the Boards. I love it. Uh, does anyone, this is a fan support hockey uh, podcast. If anyone else wants to take the floor here, introduce themselves, express some of their sadness, that's what we're here for. We're here okay, to support okay. each other. Okay. Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm also a Calgary Flames fan. And uh, my doctor has prescribed me blood pressure medication and told me to practice my breathing in an unrelated news andrew i'm not allowed to talk to you on game day anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh hi my name is andrew and i feel matheson deserves to get bertuzied i'm a canucks fan and my season is now over as the uh, rookie of the year has been taken out for an amount of time for a concussion well the season was kind of already over before it even but it was fun to watch at least well, on that note, my name is Amanda. I'm a Dallas Stars fan. I have a lot of things to be happy about for once, which only means that the pain will be worse uh, when they inevitably lose again, probably tonight to Ottawa, just for good measure after a fantastic win from behind the other night. Um, did, you hear, yeah, did, did you hear Don Cherry in the opener there? Mm-mm. Oh, uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. It'd be like Ben, kids. Yep. Ben is a gentleman. He's got class. He's a man of few words, but very powerful. Great leader. <laughs> so, yes, the big thing on the docket here to talk about is, of course, the Elias Pettersson, Mark Matheson debacle. I um, would like to propose that we all uh, do a little roundtable here and tell, uh, say what we think the fair outcome is in terms of punishment. Should we say what the actual outcome was? Uh, maybe we could 
finish with the actual outcome. So, Andy, Hockey Andy, you're the Canucks fan. You're the one that's been most impacted by this. Go ahead, deliver your your what you think the real punishment should be, and who should be the one receiving the uh, the punishment. Okay. Well, first of all, the young superstars of the league need to be protected because that is who pays to watch all the fans pay to watch these young superstars play hockey which we're unable to do now in vancouver so the punishment that needs to be handed out is that florida the florida team needs to get moved to seattle matheson needs to become the captain and i can hate them as a rival forever that seems appropriate so on the on the other side matheson should just you know I don't know what the outcome is, so it's going to be a surprise when you tell me. He probably got a slap on the wrist and said, don't do it again. But he should probably get the same treatment that Wilson got for slamming a kid down for no reason after a hit was enough to do the job. So no previous offenses or suspension, 20 games for that. I think uh, he should get the same amount of time that Pedersen's out. That's what I I believe, honestly. So it... The decision should be made based on his injury, not based on anything so else. So because Elias Pettersson is 170 pounds soaking wet, that yep. means that the guy's suspension is longer. Because Do you think that stars that weigh 170 pounds should wear a different colored jersey so that other no. players know not to hit them? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Maybe we should run with this. Okay. Uh, we can have touch hockey, we'll like touch NHLPA. football. Amanda, did you see the hit? I saw the hit. I did. And what are your thoughts here? So uh, I, I've spent, uh, in, honestly, too much time thinking about this. Um, as a person who's new to the sport, when I watch the clip, you know, I, I've only seen it from one angle. The hit, the initial hit to me looks 100% legit fine. It does look like he's a little bit overly aggressive in the follow through of that hit but i don't think that it's I, I don't understand what the outrage is other than the canucks fans are upset about their star being hurt um but yeah i mean you're you're small you're a younger player you sort of left yourself in a precarious position and i'm sorry that you paid the price for that and and i'm sorry that he is is very badly injured but no, I don't think that this is something that should have a sort of a Tom Wilson response. It's not a pattern. It was, to me, not a horrible hit. Maybe had a questionable end. But, um, you know, the punishment really should be that Pedersen needs to eat more and bulk up. <laughs> this is leading really well into my assessment. Uh, my evaluation, although, Amanda, I would like to say that what you said is kind of what was... Uh, said by the Department of Player Safety that I'm going to play the uh, and some audio from the outcome in a few minutes. But basically, they said there's nothing wrong with the initial hit either. That it's that that's fine. So it's not hitting from behind and all that trap. He t- he turned his back. He's he deserved the initial hit. What was wrong about it was that it was excessive. The follow through was the thing that was deemed to be interference and or or an unsportsmanlike conduct. Now my punishment that I'm doling out is to Elias Pettersson. He has to watch 15 hours of Johnny Gaudreau video so that he knows how to keep himself out of trouble areas and to keep himself out of danger. Johnny has proven to be very capable of staying away from situations where he could get hurt because he is a smaller person 
there is a higher onus on smaller players to be more aware uh, and, and to keep themselves out of situations like that. So he needs to watch some video. Chelsea? Well, I actually think that Matheson should get punished and that his punishment should be that he needs to seriously consider a career in the WWE as the new mayor of Slamtown. (laughs) 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 Mark, what what were you saying? Mark Manhandler Matheson? Yeah. (laughs) Or I guess it's... Anyway, here's the... uh, it's, It's two games. He's getting two game suspension. And here's just a little bit of audio from the suspension video, which I really like the NHL suspension videos. I think they're great. I don't think you're going to play the beginning part, but I like that they included the part where Pedersen totally outskated him and made him fall almost on his face. Yeah, that it was almost like Which is probably where the rage came from. Not that it's any excuse. Yeah, the the mayor of Slamtown delivered that punishment because of how Pedersen made him look. He looked like... Yeah. And I will say that Pedersen has a good shit-eating grin. When he was scoring those goals against the Flames, his shit-eating grin on the bench made me want to body slam him. So, First, Matheson pins Pedersen to the boards in a legal and effective defensive maneuver. Then, with the puck long separated from the area and Pedersen unable to defend himself, Matheson drives him directly downward and into the ice with force, causing an injury. So, their issue is the follow-through, the, the slam town part of it. But I think that any greater punishment than what he got, it, you start a slippery slope. I'm glad they they weren't that they didn't come down worse than they did because you don't want to get into a situation where everybody's afraid to do anything that uh, with defending with their defense. So uh, yeah, I'm sorry the kids hurt, but well, and a lot of people like that's a that's something that happens in hockey a lot. Yeah, the follow that follow through that happened to Pedersen happens a lot. But it doesn't look as bad because they all are over 200 pounds for the most part. I mean, there's nothing else really. If he looks like a feather, he looks. All right. So <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to reevaluate this situation when Matheson does the exact same thing to Goudreau and gets another two games. Well, well we thought about that. And honestly, yeah, if, if Goudreau got hit and he was suspended or he got sorry, he got hit and got a concussion. I'm sure that we would feel emotional about it, I'm sure. But because it's not our player and our team, then we have the benefit of saying, look, all the Vancouver media, all the Vancouver fans are like walking out the door with lit torches and everyone else is trying to debate the slippery slope of the whole thing and deciding exactly what the right decision is for the game in that situation. If you gave him on track for 82 goals... (laughs) You know what? You can't treat him differently than everyone else on the fucking ice. And they have treated him differently. And you guys got a suspension. So relax. You're special, beautiful flowers. Now let's go play hockey. Right. Let's do that. Moving Mm -hmm. on. Moving on. Last week, the Flames. I was completely wrong. I I was concerned about the wrong game. I wasn't paying enough attention to the streaks. Did you know that they're two and nine? In their last 11 in St. Louis, of course they're going to lose again. That's what they do. They do what they do all the time. <laughs> and apparently they, they play lights out in Nashville all the time. So, of course, they shut out the Predators in Nashville. Of course. Of course. Of course. And then that uh, traumatizing 3-2 win against the Avalanche where it was 2 nothing a minute into the game. And we spent the whole oh. fucking game oh, waiting oh. for them to do 
what they eventually surprisingly did, which was tie it and win it. And then we had to listen to Aunt Hockey Andy. Just come in. Just rip into uh, to Gaudreau, calling him a shithole. Shithole. <laughs> Lady Bing nominee. Yeah. Gaudreau is a shithole. How many Canucks have won Lady Bing? Um, I don't know. Probably zero. Mm. Oh, actually, maybe the Sedins might have won. They won win that community award. Yeah, they community. win the uh, and the uh, points points back to back Art Ross winners. Do they always win awards together? Do they add no. their points? No, he's, uh, he's no. Henrik won one by himself for donation, and then him and his brother won one it's last fun- year for for donation. It was a funny joke. Well, they definitely but didn't a, win a championship together, that's for sure. Okay. No, they lost it together they as a team. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, Dallas, we've got a one-and-one one week. You were right about the Leafs. They did. It was a high-scoring game. They lost 7-4. to It's kind of a traumatizing game. And then another traumatizing game where they went down 3 nothing to the Ducks and then had the most epic, destructive comeback uh, that second period was 30-3 to three in shots for the Stars. <laughs> it was devastating. I think Gibson looked over to the bench at one point and, would, and lifted his mask and was just like, pull me, question mark? Like, get me yeah. out of here. Poor guy was exhausted. <laughs> he fucking was. He was I mean, what is he supposed to do? And then you've got Kubit. What's his name? Kubitin. I don't know how to say my backup goalie's name. <laughs> Kudobin. Kudobin. Who, I guess during guys. that whole second period, I think he made some comment like, if I'd had a pillow, I could have fallen asleep. <laughs> I understand that, that they were playing really well, but you need to stay awake. You let in too many goals. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really upset that I didn't get to watch it. I, you know, I had to see clips and get filled in as the game was going and after the fact. And um, yeah, it was a pretty victorious triumph. Um, I was very proud of them. Indeed. And Vancouver, 5-3 loss to the Hurricanes, a 4-1 surprising victory against Tampa Bay. Tampa. I know. And then a 3-2 win against the Panthers where they went down. And you see, I included the clip in the intro of uh, the winning goal because they, the winning goal included Sven Berchi going around Matheson and passing it to Horvat. So Matheson got burned on the game winner. Little little justice, little in-game justice instead yeah. of... Uh, it's you too know. bad the Canucks didn't, you know, create their own justice by beating the shit out of him. No, I was I was uh listening to a clip of the coach and he's like, Nobody knew what happened. Like every single person missed it. We all didn't know what happened. They- didn't see it. Everyone was following the puck, which was much further around the boards by the time that was done. Uh well, it was under his feet at the time of the initial hit, so Yeah. No, I know. It's okay. the aftermath. It's the slam town part. Yeah. Well, the slam town yeah. part, I mean, it looks really slow when you watch the replay, but I actually but, didn't even say that the no, part where Pedersen tries to get back up after that hit is pretty devastating. It's pretty sad. He and looks, you know what? It is a fan support group podcast. Maybe we should try to be nice to him. Yeah, so I'm just Vancouver trying to needs white. to get Bertuzzi back on the ice. Stop talking and about he Bertuzzi. And can do slam town to Matheson. Bertuzzi. Like, Amanda, do you know ended about someone's career? Yeah, do you know about the Bertuzzi incident? No, I do not. A Vancouver Canuck retaliatory act went up, went over to a guy on the ice who had just recently uh, done something questionable to one of their other Canuck players and drove his face into the ice with a massive cross check that broke the guy's neck and ended his career. Well, <laughs> there was also both teams jumped on top of the two players, which 
could very well have added pressure to his neck. I'm sure that's I don't know. what the it legal... It was pretty bad. The, I'm sure that in, in the civil suit that Steve Moore did against Bertuzzi, I'm sure that was a part of the defense. Yeah, I'm sure those it's, are all... Uh, it was pretty started, bad. But, uh... <laughs> the Flames, bad. he did play for the Flames after that, so... Yeah, it was upsetting. Yeah, but anyway, that's enough we, sadness. We digress. Well, we, is it... Yeah. My our, my whole life is sadness and anger right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, we move on uh, to around the league. This is where we do a little dance. This is my favorite segment. <laughs> and we we check out uh, some stuff going on in the league here. Let me just. Uh, I'm a little slow on the update today, so here we go. The Metropolitan Division. <laughs> the Metro. What do we got tonight for the Metro? Let's see. Okay. There, guy. Okay, there, guy. Uh, uh, so Carolina maintains the pace with McElhaney and Nett, and they don't really have a starter in Darling anyway. So can they keep this up, guys, without a bona fide starter? They're out shooting opponents like fucking crazy. I hope so. I don't know. It's getting crazy. And New Jersey is undefeated, undefeated with a plus 10 goal differential, and Dallas plays them tomorrow night. Yeah. On a back to back. So Yeah. Ugh. And who are they starting tonight? Do we uh Bishop. So Kudobin gets the undefeated devils. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they probably gotta switch that around. See. Oh. That's yeah, I mean will Dallas Andrew, what do you think? Will Dallas hand them their first loss? Or will the uh the gravy train keep rolling in Jersey Town? Um Well, I hope that they lose. I just want Hall to get as many points as possible. Is that because oh. he's on your fantasy team? Yeah. You like No, he's on my fantasy team and he needs to start getting points, which he's not really done that much of. Justin Schultz, I don't know if anybody saw this, of the Penguins, gruesome leg injury. He's out four to five months. Four to five months. Yeah, things are going to get a little bit tougher, a little bit tighter in Penguin Town. Guys, Bishop has already started. Oh, shit, the game is on. He's taken two shots against. Uh, Amanda, if you had to pick one team out of the Metro to win the Cup, who do you think it would be? Currently, oh. mm. well, I mean, I've already told you about my my feelings that Carolina is going to have some sort of like cool run. They will not; they are not a cup contender. I uh, I guess I'll just go with last year's champs. Why not? Caps. Yep. I uh, I think uh, that's a fair pick. I mean, why why complicate things right now? You know, they won it last year; they'll win it again. Yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, let's go to the Atlantic Division here. I just have to play my audio. The Atlantic Division. Mm-hmm. It's it's so wonderful, don't you think, Chels? Yeah, it's my favorite. It's your favorite. It's okay. all my favorite. So, in the Atlantic Division, uh, Anderson, Frederick Anderson of the Maple Leafs is all of a sudden day-to-day. There's an emergency recall of a goalie today. I'd like to point out that all Toronto wins have involved the game-winning goal being scored on the power play or the game was won three-on-three in overtime. Does that mean that Toronto is an illusion? Hmm. No. No? I no. think they have their cracks, obviously, but uh, defense and goaltending are their cracks. But well, they're they are so lethal right now. Anderson's a great goalie. What do you mean goaltending? Besides the fact that he's injured. So, uh, does somebody have like the scores? Yeah, all the all the scores for yep. Toronto. Here, where are we here? Schedule. I'm bringing it up. No, I've got it. Um, four to two, five to three, seven to four, seven to six. Yeah, he can't go a game without letting in. Like three goals. Toronto has to win by scoring four goals or more. And they do. And I have Anderson as my, he's oh. my number one goalie. 
of the three goalies I got. What's his? He's the guy that wins, but it's not him that wins. It's Toronto that wins. What's his? Uh, I can tell you in a minute. Oh, let me go to the season here. So Buffalo, Montreal, and Ottawa are all keeping their heads above water with strong early play. The I'm, goal. I'm into Buffalo. The goal differential suggests they can't keep this up. Which one is the most likely to continue? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, I also have a soft spot for them now because uh, they picked up my guy Remielli, and I always really liked him. So I liked him too, and yeah, that's nice that he's getting a, a chance. It was surprising the waiver on Remielli. Yeah, I agree. And Tampa also, Bay. Also, it's uh, eight ninety nine. <laughs> Just one, <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost there. All right. Uh, Tampa Bay just woke up as well with an 8-2 to two destruction of the Blue Jackets. Well, and they only ha- have played three games, which I didn't realize yeah. until today. It's a good point. Same yeah, there was a, few, a bunch of the teams, New Jersey, Edmonton, Tampa, and some other team had Florida. only played the one game in the first week and a half. All right, your turn, Andrew. Um, if you had to pick a team out of the Atlantic to win the Cup, who would it be? Uh, obviously... It would be Toronto, but if it's not them, then Tampa. Yeah, but you're not factoring in the inherent heartbreak that is. So uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, then. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you're... the curse yeah. of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. their fans yeah. shivering in the cold outside the stadium watching. Maple well, Toronto's going to lose in the first round again and again and again because they need defense and a goaltender. Right, but they're going to go up three to nothing and then they're going to lose straight. <laughs> and lose like, to Boston again? Yeah. Ultimate sadness. Yeah, to Boston. Four or three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Central Division. Okay, uh, the Central Division, I don't have a tremendous amount here. I do have the Winnipeg hands the Hurricanes their first regulation loss with Brassoit in net. If anybody says who, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, it's Brassois. Brassois, Brassoit, I don't care. The point is, <laughs> is that Edmonton gave up on him, and here he is, stop, stopping the uh, the Hurricanes onslaught. They, they take a lot of shots. It's crazy. Central is really tight, and it looks to remain the division with the most parity in the NHL, and it looks like it's going to be just a season full of stress and anxiety, and Dallas can't lose any games, Amanda. That's all there is to it. We can't lose a single game. Not a single and if we do, it has to be in overtime. <laughs> If I was going to pick a cup winner from this division, I'd be like, what, Nashville? No, wait. Winnipeg? No, wait. I have no idea. Dallas? Who knows? How does the wild wild card shit work in the NHL? Oh, yeah. There can be five Central Division teams that make it and only three Pacific Division teams that make it. Well, that's going to happen. Three out of eight, five out of seven. That's crazy. That's crazy. Fuck. If it fucking happens, then it's crazy, and obviously Calgary will miss. Well, yeah. (laughs) Our division is garbage on fire. Yeah, actually, the stress of the Central being so stacked bleeds over into the Pacific because your wild card mm-hmm. spots are on the line. Yeah. So. We're fucked. True. True. Isn't Calgary like number two in the division right That's now? That speaks to what garbage don't, is in our division. Don't you, the Calgary's. Edmonton is seventh <laughs> in our division, having only played three games. But they're like three games behind, aren't they? Yeah. Two in Calgary. Okay. Pacific time. The Pacific Division. All right, so Vegas has injuries. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Paul Stastny is not going to be out a couple games. He's going to be out two months. <gasps> and Paul and Derek England left the game uh, against Philly in the second period. He's injured as well. I would also like to introduce a conspiracy theory I have uh, surmised about Edmonton. He developed this last night after drinking half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> That's the best time to think of conspiracies. And so it's, it's got 
The only control that the league has over a team's success is the schedule. And I think that they don't want McDavid in Edmonton. I think they want McDavid in New York. So the only way, only thing that they can do is make it really difficult for them. Like here, go to Sweden, play against your former teammate that was the MVP last year. Oh, and then you'll come home and we'll give you this string of games against relentless opponents that will just make it very difficult for you to have a good start. The the whole month, they've got one team. <laughs> they've, they've got Minnesota on the 30th, and the rest is shit town. Play the Rangers. Yeah, they managed to win against the Rangers, and if they didn't win that game, it was going to be pretty hairy, and it's going to be hairy, and I don't expect them to win any other games until the until November. It, until the 30th against Minnesota. Winnipeg, Boston, Nashville. Pittsburgh, Washington, Nashville, Chicago, then Minnesota. They could win They're against fucked. Chicago. I doubt it. They're, they have a good start, but mm-hmm. we all agreed that they were garbage and started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my theory. My theory is that the league has it out for them and that they're going to make it as hard as possible for Edmonton to win and they're going to have to move him because he's going to demand a trade like a little bitch because that's what he does. But he what? Acts like- but actually, what happens if Edmonton fucking tanks again? They uh, don't have they any cap are gonna, space. It's, they don't have anything. November doesn't even look better. Sorry. I know. I'm just saying there's no recourse. There's no way to fix this. You can't have a garage sale of all your players when you have McDavid on your team. You can't rebuild again. Like, you know, it might be November 17th before Edmonton wins again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, that being said, Chelsea. That's against Calgary. Who? By the yeah. Way. Oh, yeah. you fucking bastard. You that's true, that. though. No, that's true. <laughs> no, that's true. I made that no. joke last night Yeah. because that's another streak. Calgary sucks against the McDavid Oilers. McDavid's got our number. Yeah, he does. He's a fucking piece of shit. Calgary can't handle him, and I can't <sighs> handle it when they play him. Chelsea, hmm. who from the Pacific could win the Stanley Cup? Uh, could or is going to? Is going to. Because the Calgary Flames could win the Stanley Cup. No, they can't. <laughs> no, the possibilities there. You can't even get through it without laughing. No. Well, the answer is no. What? The answer is no one. From the what Pacific. happens when San Jose picks it up? Yeah. What's wrong with San Jose? Why can't they pick it up? Why can't a power play unit with Burns and Carlson on it score enough to win games? I just I don't really see that as a positive to have two defensemen on your power play at all. A lot of teams go with one defenseman, including Calgary. But they're both so offensive that they don't really count as defensemen anyway. Yeah, but isn't a forward better than a defenseman, even offensive defenseman? But they've got the shot from the back. They can lower the boom. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, we'll be waiting to see that happen at some point. <laughs> yeah, so will everyone <laughs> at San Jose. Also, Vegas, as much as I like to shit on them, they're pushing like 80% possession. So I don't know how lo- much longer they can lose. Hopefully more. <laughs> and with that said, I believe it's now time for a straight shooting with Amanda. I, I thought it was probably one of the worst hockey games I've been involved in. If I had run my team into the sewer like that, I wouldn't throw a grenade at the other 29 teams. I thought the game just sucked. I would have asked for my money back if I'm watching that thing. I think it's an act of desperation from a GM who's fighting to keep his job. It's one of the most arrogant organizations in the league. They whine about this stuff all the time, and look what happens. People should know that what they read and hear about our team is accurate and fair. 
I, I couldn't be more disgusted and disappointed. I don't know what to tell you. Did you ask them? All right. Uh, thank you, Nathan. Uh, tonight, I wanted to talk about a team uh, that I really, until today, <laughs> didn't know much about. Like, I know that they are a thing, that they exist, that they have existed for some time. Um, I know they're in the Atlantic and that they don't really, they're not very good. So I've never bothered to pay much attention to them. Um, but I wanted to bring up to the group the problem in Detroit. The Red Wings have played five games. They have yet to win one. They've got a couple of overtime losses. So they've got two points on the board. And my question is, and what I will propose, is are they willing to lose for Hughes? They've got, I think, six rookies on their on their roster right now that they're playing. And I would say, I, you know, if I'm looking at this picture right now, I think that they need to continue to let these young kids play, play their very best, including this Rasmussen guy who's apparently a real stud, but he's only like 19 years old. Um, don't worry about his contract, his entry-level contract. Let the kid play. Let all these kids play. They're going to lose a lot. They're going to make horrible mistakes. But at this point, I don't think that the Red Wings need to try to salvage or stop the bleeding or, you know, go to the waivers or anything like that. They are in such a dire position of rebuilding that I think that they should make their run for next year, continue to make these kids really good, hopefully, and try to get Jack Hughes. What do you guys think? I think that anyone better than Edmonton or than Ottawa giving their first overall pick away. Good. Sounds good. I had never, I hadn't actually considered Detroit getting the first overall pick, but I think that Detroit would be a good spot for Hughes to land. I like the idea of a generational talent in Detroit, mainly because he's in a different, a different division. A, well, that's important. Than Calgary yeah. and Dallas, <laughs> and also think of the benefit uh, with him being in the same division as Matthews and the Leafs. If Detroit can do a successful rebuild around. A generational talent we know from the last couple decades that Detroit manages their team much much better than the Maple Leafs have well there's a good chance that you know the Leafs will get close and then get fucked by the Red Wings which would be great that would be ideal you know I I'm just thinking you know looking at it you're you're not going to salvage much at all so why what's the point in trying to only lose 50 games as opposed to 60 just go go all balls in just I don't know I think they're a contender to, to get the first pick. Um, there was another list I was looking at, but I think that that would be fun. And I do love that they're way over there and I don't have to think about them all that much. Let's get them away from Edmonton. They actually have a very similar uh, tradition to the Nashville catfish. Oh, do they really? Yeah, they throw an octopus I, on. I love the catfish. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> well, they also have a very uh, similar commitment to uh, the American Hockey League as... Nashville does, which is why, which is the argument against Detroit actually doing it. Their GM is too proud to commit to a full rebuild, I don't think. And they tend to let players germinate a lot in the American Hockey League and they make them wait a lot before they bring them up. So the chances of them just like committing to youth and letting the kids make mistakes is, I think, probably the right idea for the organization to take a shot at Hughes. But I don't know that it's legitimately going to take place with the current management I, I that's that's what i was running into too is like there is this uh, with this defenseman 
there's a lot of talk about whether or not he'll be sent back down. And it's like, why? What, what's the point? I, I understand where is he going to benefit the most and where is he going to benefit you the most in the long term? And I, I would contend that it's playing him. Detroit has a lot think? of history too. fucking. Yeah, they were the greatest sports team of all time. Uh, of all time for a little while there they made the playoffs 20 years in a row which no sporting team in any sport has now, done now this is before cap hit right uh, this is before they started sucking like three years ago i'm getting a nod yes from nathan i'm correct no i'm saying he's right <laughs> oh no <laughs> yep um they went on a huge tear they won two cups in the late night they went to two finals at the end of the odds against the penguins 08 and 09 and yeah, they just always had success under the Lidstrom years, the Iserman years. The well, Datsuk, Zetterberg. Yeah, Datsuk, Zetterberg, even before that, Fedorov. They always had managed to stay relevant, and now that's come to an end. So it would be nice if they could, you know, move towards another moment of greatness in the future and commit to sucking. I think that's great. But you also run the risk of possibly burning your prospects if you subject them to, to their own culture, as we see in Edmonton, where they just subjected all their new prospects to a losing culture. But I don't think that's possible in Detroit because there's just too much success that's happened uh, in and around it. Mm-hmm. That being said... Um, they're not grasping at straws, hiring old players to run their teams. With uh, Detroit, and I guess all teams, don't you think it's actually better to burn the first-year contract so that um, when they come up, you're getting them at a cheaper price because if you make them wait an additional year and you pay them salary, it's going to be way more a year later. Well, the entry-level contracts slide if you send them back down before the 10-game thing. So that's another reason to send them down is to slide the contract forward. You keep three years intact. So there's a lot of arguments both ways, but I think, yeah, lose for Hughes. I think that's... Also, (laughs) I hadn't heard that yet. Lose for Hughes. You hadn't heard that yet? No. That's a thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I that is a thing. I'm surprised you haven't heard it. Oh, well, thank you. That's really great. Could you get your pulse, your finger on the pulse there, Nathan? Holy shit. <laughs> okay. So uh, we we wind up every podcast with a looking ahead feature where we say, okay, Calgary, Chelsea, playing Boston on Wednesday, possibly without Monaghan. Can we expect to win that game at home? I think Boston's overrated. Okay. I think that they are coming out of the gate strong. And that their top line is scary, but our top line's scary. Fuck them. I just said Monaghan might not play. Yeah, we have other players than Monaghan. I know, but you said our top line's scary. So our top line isn't scary anymore without Monaghan. Without Monaghan? Maybe. It's okay. You guys got control. I don't know where that tone came from. Yeah, that is super sassy. (laughs) All right. Where's Pedersen? I'm terrified. Andrew? I think... uh, (laughs) Oh, really uh, just sad. just wait till that you guys hear really Vancouver's sad. lineup for the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'm terrified of Boston. I think Pasternak is going to score another hat trick. Uh, also, because he's on my fantasy team. You okay. just picked him up. No, I didn't. I drafted oh. him. I, I just picked up Palmieri from the Devils, and he scored oh, two goals after sorry. I picked him up. <laughs> okay, uh, versus Nashville on Friday, Chelsea. That's scary. That's scary. I'm scared. And Even though we won. In Nashville. We play well in Nashville. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily we, mean we play well against them at home. Yeah, I know. And honestly, Calgary, their whole schedule is a shit show. They usually, typically, the teams they're supposed to lose to, they win against. And the teams they're supposed to win against, they lose to. So let's go the opposite. Mm-hmm. And then the at 
the New York Rangers on Sunday. So we'll probably lose, lose that, that one. game for sure. Yeah. And then we'll win either Boston or Nashville. Right. Well, maybe we'll win both Boston and Nashville and lose against the Rangers. But for sure, it'll be a come, for be- come from behind victory right. where yes. I need to leave the room and mm-hmm. yeah, pace the apartment. Exactly. They will stress us out every single step of the way. And I'll turn WhatsApp off so I don't have to hear Andrew's nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Amanda. Dallas is at Ottawa tonight. Does anybody have the score? What's going on? Zero zero. Zero zero. Okay. And at the um, the Devils tomorrow. Uh, so I think I think that we <laughs> I think that we win tonight. I think we lose tomorrow, and then we play. We come back home on Friday and play Minnesota, and we better win that game because Bay and I are going to go <laughs> see it live and in person so they better not disappoint me yeah they better fucking well, lay into the wild minnesota hasn't been doing much as far as offense yeah. but dubnik's been standing on his head and losing but standing on his head well they'll just have to make him tired too right shouldn't be a problem yeah. i mean we've, we have two shots on goal so get tired <laughs> yeah he already suffered like 50 shots against carolina i'm sure yeah. he, sure he can't take another 50 the article i read started with Poor guy. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Minnesota. Oh, no. <laughs> and finally, Vancouver at the Penguins Tuesday. Well, I, I hate to break it to you guys, but Vancouver just beat the Lightning, which we decided are much better than Pittsburgh. So I see Vancouver beating Pittsburgh. Without uh, Vancouver is not a team made up of one player. You're right. They have two. If one player goes down and your team all of a sudden sucks that your franchise is in shambles. Well, the entire team won't notice anyway, right? They didn't notice anything there. <laughs> right? <laughs> they didn't see shit. He'll be back in a couple days. They'll get the Pittsburgh medical team will have a look at him because I, they've got experience with concussions. I actually hope so. I don't want him to I be injured. Murray will start and then Patterson will be in in a couple games because they'll be like, yeah, we did this stuff and he's fine now. What's your outlook for the Jets on Thursday? The Jets, uh, because Vancouver beat the Lightning, I decided that Vancouver will lose to Winnipeg and four more players will go down with injury from one hit from Bertuzzi. Or not Bertuzzi, that other guy. Wheeler? Shit. Huh? Bufflin. Bufflin's out. Bufflin's out? You're good. So I expect Vancouver to win against Winnipeg. (laughs) And then they're going to play Boston. And for some reason, Marshawn's going to lick four people and they'll lose. And he'll get suspended for uh, five games for excessive licking. I want to do a shout out quickly to Antoine Roussel. He's he's the only quote I can find from the Canucks that's talking re- retaliation. He's saying uh, we'll 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 check in with them again or something. This is actual. It's a long season. We'll catch them back. Forward Antoine Roussel told reporters, Antoine, you French bastard. He's gonna attack Matheson. Or, That's a ways away. They're not playing them for a while. Or Russell will blindside one of the pros- one of the high end forwards on uh, on Florida, and then January thirteenth, more drama will ensue. In- and that, ladies and gentlemen, is another exceptional podcast in the bag. Unless anybody else has anything they want to add. Oh, stars scored a goal. <gasps> oh, good. Bum bum. Was it say again? Bum bum. Who did it? Let's uh, Klingberg. <laughs> from uh nathan's favorite uh jason spezza and alexander radula heart and soul spezza. the team spezza. heart and soul <laughs> spezza hashtag heart and soul okay uh 
we bid you adieu and we'll see you next week.